0: Welcome back to In The Bonus, episode 13. I'm your host, Johnny Peterson, talking all things NBA news, stories, and highlights. All right, so I'm a little upset because this is the third time I've had to record this podcast. I initially recorded it when the first rumors about Jimmy Butler wanting to be traded came out, and then more info came out, like his camp saying that he didn't request the trade, and now... Minnesota was trying to hold on to him, and now Minnesota's trying to deal him as quickly as possible, so it's just been a chaotic week, but I'm glad we got it all together. So this week, we're going to be talking about the Jimmy Butler trade, all the implications, where he could go, so let's jump right into it. Anyway, last week, Jimmy Butler, uh, shooting guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, talked about him a few times on the podcast, has requested a trade from the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's given them a list of the Clippers, the Knicks, and the Nets. I'll get into uh, where what these fits would look like in L.A., New York, and Brooklyn, and where I think Jimmy should go. First, got to do these Bleacher Report articles. So the first one that came out was, Jimmy Butler trade rumors, uh, the Timberwolves are telling teams that they intend to keep their shooting guard. So th- the article says, quote, Despite Jimmy Butler's unhappiness with the Minnesota Timberwolves, the team doesn't appear eager to move the four-time All-Star. Per ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, Wojnarowski, people just call him Woj, whatever. The Timberwolves are telling clubs interested in acquiring Butler they intend to keep him. So that's interesting for a couple of reasons. One, Tom Thibodeau is Jimmy Butler's former coach and he, he coached him when Jimmy was on the Bulls. They did pretty well together. And now they bring him into Minnesota, and Tom Thibodeau is bringing back some of those players, including Luol Deng, uh, who I went into extensively last week, uh, Derek Rose, Taj Gibson. So he is trying to keep this Bulls core together again, and I think that that's part of the reason is it, since since Thibodeau is Jimmy Butler's former coach, it's pretty much on, and is the current coach now. It's on Tibbs to keep Butler. So Tom Thibodeau has to do whatever he can to try and uh, mend the relationship with Jimmy Butler, pitch Minnesota as a place where Jimmy should sign an extension to, because Thibodeau has come out and said that he doesn't intend on taking Minnesota through a rebuilding process. He would rather be gone than lose a player like Jimmy Jimmy Butler and have to rebuild their franchise, which I I don't necessarily think that you'll have to rebuild if you lose Jimmy Butler, or I guess when you lose Jimmy Butler, but you, you would have to bring in a, a serious star to keep from falling too far off the ladder. I mean, Minnesota had just ended a 14-year playoff drought, largely in part due to Jimmy Butler's presence on the team. And then a second article comes out three hours later where Jimmy Butler's camp uh, says that the Timberwolves manufactured certain reports that came out so i'll get into this article a little bit as well so here's the article by adam wells jimmy butler's camp is unhappy about reports that the four-time all-star requested to be traded by the minnesota timberwolves so per joe cowley of the chicago sun times one source in butler's camp described the rumor butler asked to be dealt due to his contract as being manufactured by minnesota's ownership mouthpieces interesting that is really interesting because they're basically saying that Jimmy didn't ask this and that the idea that he wanted to be traded was manufactured by the ownership. So if Jimmy, if Jimmy Butler and the Timberwolves didn't have a bad relationship before, they sure do. Now they sure do now because if Jimmy didn't want to be traded and then ownership comes out and says that he asked for that, that makes it look like they don't want him there. Maybe, maybe the, the, the tensions between Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns have something to do with it. And then they were just looking for a reason to move on with him, and they took it. Uh, they took this meeting between Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler about the franchise's future uh, and just ran with this story. Not really sure what's true right now. I'm sure uh, by the time this episode is out, God forbid I have to record it again. And would you look at that, I have to record it again. This is the third time I've had to re-record the majority of this podcast just because of how much info has come out. I should have waited until the whole story came together, but I wanted the episode to be all edited and ready to go. But beyond the two articles I just spoke about with regards to the Timberwolves saying that Jimmy wanted to be traded, and then Jimmy's camp saying that they didn't ask for that, and then the Timberwolves saying that they're going to hold on to him. Now, the reports are saying that they're trying to move him as quickly as possible. Originally, the Timberwolves were saying that they were not going to be entertaining any trade offers. However, in just the past 24 hours, they've come out again and saying that they are accepting pretty much any offer They're going to listen to it. And this also led to Carl Anthony Towns signing his five-year Supermax deal with the Timberwolves. So that has a couple of implications. One, the Timberwolves' front office is just absolutely chaotic right now. They need to make a decision. I think they couldn't just keep flipping back and forth between what they wanted to do with Butler, whether they're going to keep him, whether they're going to trade him it seems pretty obvious that Jimmy wants out. He wants out of this just chaos that's in Minnesota and Minnesota agrees. There's no reason. There's no way to keep Jimmy happy and to keep him in Minnesota. So they're just going to get rid of him. They're going to try and get the best possible return on Jimmy Butler because they know that Jimmy doesn't want to be there. Jimmy, after the Timberwolves said that they weren't going to trade him reports came out more further that Jimmy wasn't even going to show up to training camp. He wasn't going to come to media day. And it's just Minnesota does not need this right now. And some good has already come out of it. They've got Karl-Anthony Towns to commit to that five-year extension. And it's kind of ironic that Cat would accept this Supermax right after the Timberwolves say that they're ready to deal Butler as soon as possible. It's just been a roller coaster week for Minnesota. I think that they really need to get back on track and focus on making the playoffs again this year. And unfortunately, that's going to be without Jimmy Butler. Hopefully, they can get a good trade package for Jimmy. I think that there is a lot of solid options out there, especially with the list of teams that Butler gave the Wolves, which are the the Clippers, the Timberwolves, or the Clippers, the Nets, and the Knicks. So two New York teams and one L.A. team. Each of those three teams, they do have some good pieces to offer for Butler. Minnesota needs to shoot for youth, though. They need to shoot for young guys that are going to match well with Wiggins, with Carl Anthony Towns, with guys like Tyus Jones, who are starting to come into their own. Form this young core, and I'll I'll get more into this as we discuss each team's breakdown on what they can offer and what um, they can bring to the table in terms of offering for Butler. But all in all, the Timberwolves need to shoot for youth. They need to shoot for scoring because they are losing Jamal Crawford. They are losing Jimmy Butler. That's a combined almost 30 points a game that they're losing. But we'll get right into the breakdown of all three teams right now. He gave them a list of three teams, the Clippers, the Knicks, and the Nets. Now, apparently to Wojnowski, uh, let's just call him Woj, because I can't pronounce his last name, let's be real. Jimmy Butler's leaning heavily towards the L.A. Clippers, and that points to why wouldn't he want to go to the Lakers? It's something you got to think about. I, I think that Jimmy... Looked at what Paul George did and saw that as a smart move. Paul George saw LeBron coming to L.A. and knew that he wasn't going to be the focal point of the franchise. Nobody is when you're on the same team as LeBron. and But Jimmy, Jimmy still wants to go to L.A. So luckily for Los Angeles, they have two NBA teams and three football teams and four hockey teams. And San Diego has nothing except the Padres. OK, I'm getting off track here. So he so he's leaning heavily towards the clippers um probably not the lakers because of lebron if he goes to the clippers jimmy gets everything he wants he gets to be in la the clippers have the cap room to get two superstars uh jimmy butler maybe Kawhi, maybe kyrie maybe christop so I, but i can see that working out better in new york the clippers would have to give up some serious pieces they would definitely have to give up tobias harris tobias harris is a 6 8 26 year old small forward. His, his scoring has improved for five straight seasons. He's averaging 19 points a game for the Clippers last year. And then probably one or two other guys, probably Patrick Beverly, just to make the contracts work, uh, the trade work financially. For the Clippers, this puts them back in the conversation in the West. Uh, L.A. brings in LeBron, they're immediately in the conversation. You bring in Jimmy Butler, you start making some other moves, bringing in new guys, potential free agents. In, uh, in, in the summer of 2019, when you got Kawhi on the market, you got Kyrie on the market. That would put Clippers uh, the Clippers back into the conversation as well. I think that's a good move. I, c- I could definitely see Jimmy Butler fitting in well with the Clippers, but let's move on to the Knicks. So if Jimmy Butler is to go to the Knicks, how does that work out well for Jimmy? Jimmy would get to be in a weak Eastern Conference, probably uh, probably outmatched by Philly and Boston, uh, maybe Toronto. But you're in New York City, the mecca of basketball. People don't really understand just because the Knicks have been so bad for so long, New York is a phenomenal basketball atmosphere. They call it the basketball mecca for a reason. There's just an air that Madison Square Garden has to it that just is attractive to NBA players. Unfortunately for the the last few, last lot of years, it's been bad players. But moving to the Knicks for Jimmy Butler, that makes the possibility of Kyrie Irving leaving the Celtics uh, a lot more believable. Is Kyrie unhappy in Boston? We're not really sure. We we see one thing one day. We see another thing the next day. Social media is insane with blowing rumors out of proportion, even with this Jimmy Butler thing. And, and we'll get to a little social media beef in a second. But does Kyrie Irving even want to leave Boston? That's something we have to consider. Uh, I think that's something that Jimmy Butler has to consider as well. Uh, on the Knicks side, the Knicks would have to give up Tim Hardaway Jr. At the very least, uh, he, he's a good, he's a, a solid shooting guard. He's improved his scoring for three straight years, uh, averaging 17 and a half last year for the Knicks. Probably other pieces, including a draft pick, just to make it, the trade work financially. Uh, the Timberwolves would get a younger guard that can that can blend in with their core. New York Knicks get a superstar in Jimmy Butler. Uh, they still have Christoph Porzingis, Kevin Knox, who I, I think is ready to explode on the NBA scene. That is a lot more enticing for Kyrie to consider New York City. A Butler, Porzingis, and Kevin Knox trio, even without Kyrie Irving, that would be lethal in this Eastern Conference. Even against Boston, they would have a solid chance. If Porzingis comes back healthy, if Butler's playing well, and if Kevin Knox has a rookie season like we saw with Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum, the the Knicks would be a very solid team in the Eastern Conference. Unfortunately for the Timberwolves, the Knicks have come out and said that they won't trade any major pieces for a player that they feel that they can get in free agency. Now, this may change because uh, the Timberwolves are so eager to get Jimmy off their roster, but they did say that they don't want to give up guys like Kevin Knox, and that may include Tim Hardaway Jr., future building pieces around the franchise, for a guy they feel they could get in free agency. But, again, that could change. With the Knicks, they have no leverage, Just just in the fact that the Knicks have said that they won't give up any pieces, so... It would be tough for Minnesota to try and work out a trade with them just based on that fact alone. And finally, the Nets. I don't know why Jimmy Butler would want to go for the Nets. I don't know why anyone would want to go play for the Nets. But let's just say, I mean, he put it on their top three. Let's just say that that's where he wants to go. It's, I guess it's in the Eastern Conference. The, the the Nets do have the most cap room coming up in this summer. They have a lot of room for potential stars to come in and sign big contracts and get several stars. Can they get them there? That's, that's still yet to be seen. They're really desperate to turn around their franchise after trading away all their draft picks to Boston for an old Kevin Garnett and an old Paul Pierce. That was... Not the smartest move because it, it essentially helped Boston recover from the KG era after after they stopped being power a powerhouse team. They used this whole Nets thing to really rebuild their franchise, and now they're they're a serious contender for an NBA championship. So and I think the Nets want to get there now. If they're trading with the Timberwolves, they got to give up D'Angelo. They're going to have to give up ronde Hollis Jefferson. And that works well for both teams because D'Angelo Russell's really good buddies with Carl Anthony Towns. He's young. He would fit in with their core. Same with Rondé Hollis Jefferson. D'Angelo Russell gives you more scoring at the point uh, position, 15 points a game last year. Rondé Hollis Jefferson brings in 14 points a game last year, which is going to help because the Timberwolves are also losing Jamal Crawford. That's another 10 points per game off the bench. It, it gives Minnesota some much needed scoring at those two guard positions, or I guess Rondé Hollis Jefferson's a three, at, at on the perimeter. Uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson is great defensively. I really think that they would blend well in Minnesota. And it's quite possible that they send Jimmy to a team that's not the Clippers, the Knicks or the Nets. We saw it with Kawhi and we could potentially see it again here with Jimmy Butler. What's the best move for Jimmy Butler? Best move for Jimmy Butler is Clippers. He loves LA. He gets a chance to attract another star, uh, like Kawhi and the chance of getting that star to L. A. is a lot higher than in New York. Best move for the Timberwolves: go to the Nets, trade with the Nets. You send Jimmy Butler to a, a weak Eastern Conference team. You get D'Angelo Russell and Rondé Hollis Jefferson in return. You keep the core of Minnesota young. You keep developing your guys, and y- you wait for, you wait for them to come into their prime to really help take over, uh, potentially take over the Western Conference. And what's the best move for both parties? Let's just assume for two seconds that the Timberwolves want what's best for Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler wants what's best for the Timberwolves. Right now, I highly doubt that this is a scenario, a likely scenario. If it, Let's just say that's the case. You got to go New York Knicks. Uh, Jimmy Butler gets to play with Kristaps Porzingis and Kevin Knox, have a much better chance of, of recruiting Kyrie Irving to the, to the Knicks. Uh, and Minnesota gets a solid uh, guard in Tim Hardaway Jr., who's also good for their young core and draft picks to continue to build the franchise as Karl-Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, and uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. enter their prime to help build up the franchise while they wait out the Warriors and the Lakers to fall apart because we know that's coming. There's no way the Warriors can sustain this level of success much longer. And, and the Lakers, though, they only got LeBron for four years. You can wait that long. And conti- continuing into this Jimmy Butler thing, we got more Twitter beef. I love it when we have Twitter beef because I just get to I just get to sit back and just look at these people just take shots at each other <laughs> over the internet and it's pretty funny. So, I have a an Instagram post containing the whole beef because that's the great thing about Instagram is you it it, it can be it's two different videos and two different or, uh, d- tweets, uh Instagram stories. And luckily, thank you sports Center for compiling all this together for me to simply flip through and pass on to you guys. So I'm not taking credit for this as a sports Center. Anyways, so we got some beef between Andrew Wiggins, Jimmy Butler, Nick Wiggins, who is Andrew Wiggins' brother, and for some reason, Stephen Jackson, who is a, a retired NBA player, played a lot of years for the Warriors. Uh, I believe he has a championship. I, I'm not too sure. But Stephen Jackson is regarded as one of the most quote-unquote real guys in the league he is uh he gets along with most people but at, at the same time he's not looking to make friends with everybody just because he, he keeps it real anyways so the beef goes so nick wiggins is andrew wiggins brother the guy who tweeted out it looks like it says shams charnaya i don't know if that's a man or a woman Anyways, the tweet that this person put out says, Jimmy Butler has requested a trade from Minnesota. League sources tell me uh, Butler has given Minnesota a list of one to three teams he's open to signing extensions to in anticipation of a trade. So Nick Wiggins quotes that tweet and puts a comment at the top that says, hallelujah, with a smiley face. Nick, you are not on the team. Why are you doing this? Why, what? In what... Because you put this on blast, you now put your brother on blast, and I'm pretty sure Andrew wouldn't have wanted you to do that. Andrew Wiggins is not somebody who likes the spotlight. We've seen that on his social media. We also see that on the court, and we'll get into that in a little bit. And so what comes out of that is Jimmy Butler posts to his Instagram story of him working out in LA, and the caption on the video says, hallelujah, with a smiley face, the same way that Nick Wiggins tweeted it. And then steven jackson comes into the mix so this is from steven jackson's instagram underscore s-t-a-k-5 underscore and this is the video i'll I'll play it for you guys
1: this out of conversation should have went with uh andrew wiggins and his brother when andrew found out his brother sent out that tweet about hallelujah and all that right i'm andrew wiggins say big bro i don't think you should have sent that tweet out why you say that you know, Jimmy Butler, man, he, he played with a lot of heart. He played hard. He played with a lot of heart. And I ain't got no heart. Now, you want to <laughs> get on social media and talk about Jimmy, we lose him. My team ain't got no heart. Now, if you if you going to take me uh, to the Wizard and uh, help me find a yellow big
0: road to get me a heart, then cool, you can talk about Jimmy all you want. So basically, uh, Steven Jackson rips into uh, Nick Wiggins and Andrew Wiggins impersonating a conversation that they should have had. And Stack has a point. Steven Jackson has a point because Andrew Wiggins doesn't play with a lot of heart. He really doesn't. Um, He is a good player. He was the number one overall pick. He has the potential to be a superstar, but he's, let's face it. He's been four years in the league with the Timberwolves and he, he has not made that next step. He has not taken the step that guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo have taken guys like Kawhi Leonard have taken just high draft picks that, pan out and there are a lot of high draft picks that don't pan out but I really had a lot of faith in Andrew Wiggins when he was drafted first overall in 14 he just hasn't it just hasn't panned out but okay so the Twitter beef is not over so Andrew Wiggins goes to his story calling out Steven Jackson and he says on his Instagram story this is the caption old dude, stay hating like he was anything special bum ass I keep that energy everywhere I go well you know how when a lot of people like with the whole machine gun Kelly and Eminem beef that's going on. You know how people say, a lot of people said, hey, don't call out Eminem because he will destroy you. That's Steven Jackson is kind of like that. You don't call out somebody like Steven Jackson. So Steven Jackson comes back and he has another video that he posts, and this is the last post. So we haven't heard anything new from this. So this is the last thing we got.
1: Say, little you got a lot of talent kid. You got a lot of talent. I I hope you have a good year. I hope somewhere you can find some heart and find some passion He's for got the his game.
0: McDonald's and have a American good year. I really on wish the you the
1: best. Oh, I'm 40. Thank God I'm happy to see forty Bum. I n- I never been. Never been that. You know that. Um uh, I'm from the old school, bro. I'm cut under the old law. You know what I'm saying? Respect it, the check. All that I'm going to have that same energy wherever I go, all that. Say, man, make sure your energy's straight when you see me, bro. All right? I'm pretty sure you know who I am. Make sure your energy's straight. Just focus on finding some heart and having a good year. I wish
0: you the... And props to Steven Jackson for keeping his cool because he could have easily just blown up and gone off on Andrew Wiggins. But he, he also while he keeps it calm, he also does a good job of kind of taking some shots at Andrew Wiggins. Like, I hope you find some heart, dude. I really do. And, I, and I'm and i kind of in the same mindset. Like, Andrew Wiggins, I, I hope you live up to the max contract that you signed. I understand that you were averaging 24 points a game, and then Jimmy Butler rolls through the door, and you start averaging 17 points a game. That, that could be upsetting, but you have to realize that you are the number one overall pick of 2014. Now, how do you want that legacy to be? Do you want to be categorized with number one picks that were, the, that were busts, like Greg Oden, Darko Milicic, people who kind of get laughed at when they look at it, and like, they were drafted number one? Why? They sucked. Or do you want to be a number one overall pick like LeBron James? Your boy Towns is a number one overall pick, and Towns is playing like it. Towns is playing like a number one overall pick. Do you want to end up like Anthony Bennett, or do you want to end up like Anthony Davis? Kyrie Irving, John Wall, Derek Rose before he, his knees went to oblivion. What I'm trying to get at here is it's it's the same thing we talked about with with Josh Hart throwing away Paul George's shoes, that whole thing. When when are we going to get to playing basketball? When, when does that become the most important thing? Because you can talk shit all you want. You really can. But if you can't back it up, people are going to stop taking you seriously. And when people stop taking you seriously as a basketball player, you lose your job. You lose the multi-million dollar deals that you sign with Adidas and with the Minnesota Timberwolves. The beef was funny, but... Honestly, it's unnecessary. Wigan should have just kept his mouth shut. That's how you do it. If if you don't get want to, you don't want to get dragged into stuff like that because it makes everyone look bad. No one comes out as a winner in in Twitter beefs and Instagram beefs. So that's that's all I have to say on that. Let's get into uh, something fun. So Space Jam Two is coming out. I just I'm stoked. If you haven't seen Space Jam, turn off the podcast. Stop listening to me right now. Go. Buy Space Jam on Amazon. It came out in uh, ninety six, starring Michael Jordan and Bill Murray. Basically, Michael Jordan has to team up with the Looney Tunes to stop an alien invasion, which it, the movie's hilarious. Uh, Michael Jordan does a great job, and now they got the the sequel that everyone has been asking for, except for people who were kid, except for people who uh, can't accept that there's going to be another Space Jam. There are people who are like, oh Space Jam is. The- is one of a kind. You can't butcher it by making another one. Just, it's, they have LeBron. LeBron's gonna be in the new Space Jam. I'm gonna see it. I don't care. LeBron, there's no comparing LeBron and Michael. They, they played in two different eras. Who cares? Let him have it. Let I wanna see LeBron play with Bugs Bunny. And and they got Ryan Coogler to direct who directed Black Panther. And Black Panther was awesome. So, it, I have high hopes for this movie. I think it's gonna be great. There's the question uh there's a question posed on Twitter It's like who's the Monstars gonna be? Essentially the the team that Michael Jordan played against in Space Jam one uh were aliens that sort of stole NBA players' powers and they obviously are gonna have to do that again if they keep the same format. Uh Twitter people on Twitter have been saying Golden State because that Golden State pretty much already has the nickname as the Monstars already. And now since they got DeMarcus Cousins, it would be really funny to see all five Warriors in the movie getting their powers taken and then LeBron James ends up defeating them that would just be hilarious for the league alright guys that's all I got for you this week be sure to follow me on Twitter at in the bonus pod. feel free to DM me if there are things you want me to talk about on next week's episode or things you don't want me to talk about on next week's episode or just any feedback you have about the podcast throw it my way and if it's funny I might read it out loud on the next episode and address it to you so there's that also please like and rate the podcast on apple itunes like it on soundcloud follow me on soundcloud and we'll catch you guys next time on in the bonus